Grant Smithies is in the Nelson studio. Good morning. Yeah. How you doing? I was in the Nelson studio even early because I came crashing in while Samantha G was talking to you fellas. Just to... <laughs> yes, there was an issue. Uh, before the news. <laughs> did I a... look for the yellow microphone on light? You're did on. I, you're you're safely on. We had a bit of an issue, as they say, from time and, to time. And there was an issue. <laughs> but she did. She wasn't put off her stride. She, no, she never. Rocked on. Total pro. Yeah, as, totally a, as are you, good sir. Thanks, mate. Now, I, I was um, I was just regaling listeners <laughs> with your somewhat poetic, if not slightly was it lugubrious when you <laughs> say things quite long, introduction yeah. for the glorious Swiss minimalist transport pre-crowd post-disco band Hypercult. I know, producer. come on. Doesn't that make you want to go and see them immediately? Or at least, or run the other way, depending on your, <laughs> um, depending on your proclivities? They're a sort of... Uh, Oh, see, I can't tell you how excited I am that these folk are coming here from Switzerland to Aotearoa, and they're playing. They're not only just playing, you know, the main centres. They're playing Wanganui, Onakaka, you know. Uh, they're playing Maraho over by the Abel Tasman, and I am sufficiently excited. Even like I hate camping for the most part uh, because it almost caused the divorce when me and my beloved stayed in a tent and we were on one of those air mattresses and I'm a tubby individual and she's quite slight and so I was in a valley of plastic and she was on a mountain falling off every time I rolled over and it was just a bad scene but I'm sufficiently excited that this band are coming here that I might go and camp out in Marajo so I can go and see them myself so that's that's very high excitement. It's and so, uh, so, anyway, not lugubrious, but I'm just being a pedant. Loquacious, yes. Mm. That's Carry the one. on. And they, you know, the people describe them as, you know, avant-garde, jazz punk, pre-krautrock, post-disco, minimal, minimalist, trance-pop, etc. They're a sort of um, uh, mainstays of the Geneva experimental rock scene and various other bands, uh, Simone Aubert, and Vincent Berthelet, they come from either side of the mountainous, you know, Swiss-French border. Loads of their songs are in French. Um, and they've been here once before in March of 2020. Uh, and they landed in New Zealand just as COVID hit. So they did three gigs into a 14-date tour and then had to abandon oh, the mission and fly home. Yeah, before the lockdowns began. Let's and, um, Let's hear the first one. Yeah, let's do it. All right, the first song is called Resigné. Have a listen to this.
There you go. Hypercult uh, resonated. Yeah, oh, that's love so it. Matter how, I can just yeah. see you out there. They, <laughs> yeah. just, they just play that for 24 hours without oh, moving come on. on. I'll be there. I, I mean, in that sense, they, they do remind me of uh, pioneering German bands like Neu and Can. You know, yeah. throb, hypnotically throbbing, sort of repetitive rhythms. It, it, it like the woman plays drums. Most, yeah. yeah, and yeah. he plays double bass. So often it's double bass bass lines and then sometimes bowed uh, and looped up to sound like all sorts of other instruments when they're, when they're playing. That was off their first album from 2016, which is just called uh, Hypercult. But they put out a record last year called La Pange. Uh And I thought we'd hear something from that. The record's got more of a... Um, post-punk vibe I guess they they sing about all their ideals being in distress which is a bit something I can relate to these days given the political state of the world <laughs> in our own backyard so let's have a listen to that this 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 is called distress <laughs> There you go, Hypercult, Distress of La Pange, which came out last year. Go and see these fellas if you get the chance. They're playing like, you know, Wanganui, Palmerston North, New Plymouth, all over the place, Blenheim. So they'll be coming somewhere, as well as the main centres, so they'll be coming somewhere near you. Go and give it a give it a burl. Um, and- not Jim and Papa Moore, music inspired by a concrete mixer. Is, 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 that, is that a compliment or not? Oh, come on, Jim. I like that. They would probably print that on a sticker on the front of their record. They'd like it so much. I love that. Oh, that's, I gave, exactly I gave that's, a band that's a hard time once, that's, um, and they loved it so much it ended up in a press release, and it was me saying how much I couldn't stand them. But they thought it was funny. I don't so, know. That, that, could know. Be a, um, that could be a compliment. It's the metronomic kind of thing, right? Just yeah. repeating, yeah, yeah. repeating uh, percussion. Definitely. I'd go, I'd go and see a concrete mixer if it was kept it interesting anyway so um hey this next thing also something i've been thrashing jim may or may not like this this is um 
uh, I think, extraordinary triple LP of Nigerian disco and house and boogie sort of business that focuses in on an explosion of Nigerian club culture during the early 80s. The record's called Doing It in Lagos. It's a triple LP. I thrash it. I play it at least, something off it at least once a day around my, either at home or in the record shop. And um, it's like a snapshot of a really interesting time in Nigerian culture when there was like an oil boom, a return to democracy after a series of military dictatorships, you know, uh, Nigeria's economy was growing. So a lot of young people had disposable income after years of hard times and wanted to go out to clubs and dance on the weekend. And um, local bands, rather than the previous militant lyrics and sort of psychedelia of the 70s, wanted to sound as American as possible. So lots of falsetto vocals, synthesizers, slap bass, you know, hand claps, sharp emphasis on the grooves. So um, we'll play something that's a classic from that time by a guy called Sonny Enang, who was a previously a keyboard player and vocalist with the Founders 15, who were a 70s funk band. And then he went into sort of more disco synth land with this song. Uh, It's called Don't Stop the Music.
stop the music roughly about now. We can leave it going a bit longer while we're talking. Yeah, it can it can fang away in the background. Come on, it's, it's yeah, good dance floor action from on kind of um, trancey dance party. Yeah, mode. you wait till we hit the next track. It's gonna hit even further down. I that reckon road. you're having a gathering kind of flashback kind of thing. <laughs> it could be. Wouldn't surprise me. Mm. It's alarming to uh, think that the first one of those that we put on was 25, 28 years ago or something. Makes me feel ancient. Um, but yeah, but so. That, um, I heartily recommend that record though, doing it in Lagos. Triple LP, uh, lots of the original Nigerian albums the tracks are taken from fetched insane prices online now due to their rarity, so it's great that they've been compiled and remastered and all that sort of palaver. But um, the next person we're going to hear from is somebody else who's touring to New Zealand, which is deeply exciting, alongside Hypercult, uh, is Ron Trent, who's an American house music DJ and producer touring for the first time in March. He plays the Hollywood Avondale in Auckland on Friday the 8th of March uh, with Frank Booker and Harmony um, in support. And he was um, just genuine. I know people bandy around the term legend flat out, but he really was. He was born and raised in Chicago, learnt a lot of music from his, about music from his father who was a disco DJ and also ran a communal uh, record pool. And in the mid-80s, he started experimenting with drum machines, a little keyboard, and he recorded a track called Altered States while he was still in high school. I think he was like 16 or something, which became a sort of house techno classic when it was released. And then since then, he's released a heap of music under various names in the following years, uh, ranging across house and techno, uh, soul, jazz. There's a, he's got an Afrobeat project, um, and he famously... Um, hooked up with a Detroit producer called Shea Damier, um, with whom he co-founded one of dance music's most you know, influential labels called Prescription Records in 1993. So I thought we'd have a listen to a song from that um, era, which is sort of him talking about, um, he talks over the, the, the tune about various musical heroes of his, like John Coltrane and Dizzy Gillespie, Nina Simone, and then sits, sits them alongside pioneering early club DJs like Larry Levan and Ron Hardy, putting them on a you know similar continuum of inspirational music makers. But you also get the idea of his style, which is more subtle, sinuous rhythms that are more complex than a lot of the more sort of blunt and hedonistic house music that sometimes gets played. So I'll leave you with this. The song is called uh, Prescription. Thanks, Grant. Okay, mate. See All right, you. bye.
minutes and 40 seconds on that but I think we might take it a little bit before that that is Ron Trent the song is Prescription thank you very much to Mr Grant Smithies 